Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast, and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and I want to talk a little bit more today in this episode about the formal statement that the TBCE, the Texas Board of Chiropractic Examiners, put out in regards to animal chiropractic. Now, there aren't any legislative changes as of yet, but I am interested to see with this statement um, where Texas is going to go. I feel like we are on the precipice of changing our laws as other states have also made changes. Um, but I want to talk a little bit more today in this episode about my opinion. And if you don't want to listen to my opinion, that's fine. Um, but where I stand and my uh, feelings about the statement, because I feel like animal chiropractic as a profession has... Um, you know, so much growth that needs to happen, needs to change. But before I do so, before I get too far ahead of myself, I want to talk about our lovely sponsor, iPoint Touch. You know, you get up early every morning and you leave your house because there's a passion in your heart to serve the animals of your community. It's really not easy being an entrepreneur. You didn't dream of a life full of all this stress because there's tons of admin tasks that you know you have to do when you go home. And you deserve to be at home when you're at home and not bring work home with you. So your passion is going to keep you focused. The next story of healing, the next owner that's excited to meet you. Um, and I point touch understands that passion and they want to create solutions for you. So that way you can spend your time doing what you love, not spending endless hours doing the admin work. To learn a little bit more about their system for integrated veterinary medicine, go to ipointtouch.com and schedule time with Carmi so she can give you the time you deserve to find solutions and decrease your stress. So um, the legislative changes in Texas, um, I'm hoping this upcoming year, because Texas meets every odd year, um, the legislature, And um, I think it's interesting that the board decided to make a formal announcement about animal chiropractic. Um, So, previous to this announcement, if you are not in Texas, what the law read is a chiropractor, a human DC, could work on animals provided there was a veterinary referral. So, this veterinary referral means that the vet has seen a signed statement from the owner um, acknowledging that Animal chiropractic, which they didn't call that, animal musculoskeletal manipulation is an alternative and non-standard therapy, and they agree that uh, they are searching for alternative care, and two, the vet has done an exam, and three, the vet deems that the animal is um, safe to receive a chiropractic adjustment. So, um, I'm not going to dive too much down into what each one of those things mean, but basically, A vet has to rule that an animal is appropriate for care, and the owner has to understand its alternative and non-standard, and results may vary, right? So with that being said, uh, regardless of your training, provided you had a referral, so this means lay people, farriers, body workers, whoever, vet techs, could adjust an animal provided a vet signed off, which typically wouldn't be an issue. However, we know as chiropractors, there is a art to adjusting, and you can potentially hurt an animal if you don't have proper training. So, um, would I 
want someone to, you know, remove my tooth if they hadn't gone to dentistry school? Probably not. We want someone to operate on me if they hadn't had surgical training? Probably not, right? And chiropractic is just like that. So personally, the law in Texas has nothing to say about that, but provided the animal is healthy enough to receive an adjustment, go for it, right? So uh, animal chiropractic is in a veterinary scope of practice and Texas has a chiropractor scope as a human spine only. So for that reason, the Texas Board of Chiropractic Examiners put out a statement saying, provided you have a signed release form and are practicing legally, you can advertise that you do animal chiropractic. And that's it. They didn't have anything to say about training and, uh, They didn't have anything to say about the nature of how you take care of the animal. So do you need to take records? Do you need to have informed consent? And it it had nothing to say, just, okay, you can actually advertise you do animal chiropractic. So I'm going to dissect this a little bit in my personal bias, which everyone has a bias, right? So I'm not okay with this statement. You know, it is nice, it's bittersweet, because this statement, one, allows me to advertise, which is awesome, because previously, what would happen is a DC, Certified Animal Chiropractic, ABC, IVC, or whatever, and say they also had a referral, could not call what they did animal chiropractic, because it's technically within a vet's scope of practice. So, if I were to adjust an animal, legally, with a vet referral, However, my website had the word animal chiropractic on it. I could get fined by the Texas Board of Chiropractic Examiners because it's not within my scope to advertise that. So there's a ton of animal chiropractors in Texas that got fined and got discouraged and were um, disenchanted because their board wasn't in support of them. However, there were body workers and other people that are unqualified, just willy-nilly adjusting animals with no repercussions. So then we saw people that uh, you know may or may not be trained, uh, or if they were trained, they would let their license go because then there weren't any repercussions. You couldn't have your license taken away from you uh, when you were adjusting an animal. So I call it the wild, wild west, um, happened, and now we're at a place where the board has to issue a final uh, a statement because I feel like there's a lot of discrimination of animal chiropractors, and animal chiropractic is in high demand right now. I can't tell you how busy I've been. Like, I have at least 12 records to do from today um, because the vet office I was in decided to give me four walk-ins that I wasn't planning on, and, um, you know, I feel like there's so such a high demand for animal chiropractic that the board had to say something because it's not really it's not really a great situation when your own board doesn't support you and you feel like an outcast and not only that but when you get fined it kind of makes you want to like leave your license behind because you're doing everything right you're jumping through all the hoops just to help an animal and then to get fined for advertising what you do as what it actually is, it's a technicality and it just stinks. Like it's a foul taste in your mouth that you just, you don't want to be a chiropractor anymore almost. You know, you want to help the animal, but God forbid, call what you want, you know, 
if I don't have a license or what, at least I'm helping the animal, right? And I'm not in support of that, but I just see the mindset, right? So the board putting out this statement saying, okay, you can advertise, doesn't have anything to say about training. So, okay, the DC, as long as they have a referral, can advertise animal chiropractic. So does that mean any Joe Schmo off the street, um, you know, with a DC license can say, hey, I'm an animal chiropractor now. I haven't touched a dog a day in my life, but I do animal chiropractic. I don't think that's a very good idea. So personally, uh, when I was in my human practice, we would adjust children sometimes, right? We'd have babies and toddlers and um, all sorts of kiddos come in. And all the time, I would tell the parents, I'm not qualified to see your, your kid, right? And they'd be like, what's the problem, right? Babies are a lot different than adult humans. You don't adjust them the same. There is a special certification for that, right? It's called the ICPA program. And it's a whole bunch more hours and a lot to learn because baby spines are different than um, adult spines, right? So I would tell people, I'll do it um, because technically it's within my scope. However, I only had one peds class when I was in chiropractic school. Just one, right? If you want someone who's going to get the best results for that patient, you should probably go with someone certified who has specialized training in working on that kind of spine, right? So I'd always defer all the children to the ICPA people in our clinic because I'm like, they're going to get the best results for that patient. I want what's best for that patient. So when it comes to animal chiropractic, why do we not want the best for the patient? We should always defer to someone with specialized training. And the ABCA program and the schools that allocates the training to, uh, such as the ones that I've mentioned in prior episodes, How to Become an Animal Chiropractor, my first episode, those are the only courses that you can get qualified by. So why would you not mention training? Because as it stands right now, the way the law reads, a vet technically can adjust an animal without any training and call it animal chiropractic and advertise on their website because it's within their scope. However, they have zero classes on chiropractic in their school. So I kind of question, you know, animal chiropractic being a vet scope of practice and two you know animal chiropractors who are licensed and trained and certified why are they just now being able to get the ability to advertise over the past two or three years of me opening my practice nowhere on my website was I allowed to have animal chiropractic yeah people would call me left and right saying hey are you the animal chiropractor right and um I couldn't call myself doctor either because I was a human chiropractor working on animals so I'm just Caitlin Lackey not Dr. Katie or anything right and on my forms it'd say animal musculoskeletal manipulation AMSM and I couldn't write animal chiropractic on there so I mean my ego is not involved in the work I do I I just love seeing animals get better um so I really don't care if I'm able to call it animal chiropractic um Thank you for not giving me a fine anymore for calling it what it is, okay? Um, But this announcement is bittersweet because more animals need quality care. We don't need to only pay attention to squabbling within our profession. The animal is the one that suffers when vets and chiropractors can't agree on who is qualified and 
who is able to treat a patient. I don't think it's okay that I have, you know, probably <laughs> at least eight to 10 calls a day, new patients wanting to get in and left and right, I'm trying to follow up with these people. My vet won't sign, my vet won't sign. Where do I go? I've tried everything, NSAIDs aren't working, I can't pay for surgery. And it's oftentimes a vet who won't sign off because they don't understand what chiropractic is and or they don't want the liability because the law the way it is written right now says that because they're signing off on the referral, their license is on the line for anything I do to an animal. So, being able to call it animal chiropractic, great. I can call it what it is, but what about this other stuff, like training? What about this other stuff, like liability? Why are we not mentioning these things, the important things, so that way more animals can get access to care? I don't care if I can advertise. I want access to these patients, so that way they can get the care they deserve. I really don't think this statement is enough. I think it's just really an apology for the 20 or 30 years of finding people that are well qualified to do their job. <laughs> so I'm interested to see where this statement is going to take us because recently Colorado, Arkansas, and Ohio have changed their laws. And I can't wait to see if Texas is forward thinking enough for our board to actually support us. And I can't wait to see if the veterinary community is also interested in promoting holistic, alternative, and affordable treatments for animals. I am more than okay working together with veterinarians. I actually pride myself on it. And I don't think chiropractors should think of themselves as separate and distinct. I think we should work together integratively for the benefit of our patients. And I would love for my own board to be behind me. I don't want to feel like the outcast. I don't want to constantly live in fear of my license being taken away because I may say one word wrong. I may call myself doctor or I may call what I do animal chiropractic. You know, I just, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells all the time in order to just provide a simple service to an animal. That's no different than, you know, some other things, you know, Every day I ask myself, why the hell am I an animal why the hell am I an animal chiropractor? This is so hard and so stressful. I live in fear every day of the board cracking down on me or getting a fine, getting thrown in jail because I'm practicing vet medicine. I don't think it should be like that. I think Texas should be more open minded and should allow animal owners who they view their animals as property in Texas. I think animal owners should have the ability to take their property to do whatever they want. You know, it's, it's the land of choice, right? America is. So with all this being said, wow, I've ranted a long time. Please, if you're in Texas, you need to understand that 2021, January through April, I think, first months of 2021, the Senate and the House is going to be meeting and they're going to be discussing laws that need revision. So that being said, look up the people that are representing you and contact them, email them, fax them, call them, and get animal chiropractic at the forefront of their mind. I know it seems like this, you know, not so important thing, um, but animals are our family members and they deserve the best care. And I can't tell you how many people who have told me, you saved my dog's life. Or you save my horse from being euthanized. Or, you know, whatever it may be. And we owe it to our animals 
to actually give a damn, spend five, ten minutes of our day calling a legislator so we can change the laws for their benefit. I'm tired of, you know, dealing with the, the arguing, the board, you know, disagreeing, and I just... I just want to help the animals and I really don't feel like us arguing this way, that or the other is really benefiting them. So call what you want. Don't care. But please, for the love of God, get animals qualified professionals so that way they can get the best treatment and allow them to have access to them. For the love of God, allow them to have access to a provider that is licensed, certified, and trained, and ideally also carries malpractice and liability insurance. I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for the quality of the whole profession. And while we may be unicorns, we need to be the best ones, okay? So we need to actually be a unicorn, not just a rhino, right? So stand apart, contact your legislators, be professional, try and walk the line of being legal, jump through all the hoops in the interest of our animals getting the best care. Let's see those laws change, Texas. I'm ready. I hope, I know a lot of our owners are ready and I hope our vets are ready too because I think integrative care is the best way to go. I think our animals deserve it. I think our vets really want it. They just don't know it. I think our owners crave it. So this is Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. If I can help you in your practice, please join me. I'm um, at Making Strides for Animal Cairo on Facebook and Instagram. Can't wait to have you. I'm starting my beta group here. I selected my five winners and I announced them on my Facebook group. So I'm super excited to get started with my eight-week course. Can't wait, wait to, um, you know, get the content to those people, have uh, regular meetings with them, and get their practice on the road to success. If you'd like to join me, our uh, program is probably going to be released um, in April or March of this upcoming year, I'd love to have you eight weeks long to get you uh, ready to go in your new animal chiropractic practice. So look me up at Making Strides for Animal Cairo. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a good one. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.